Four Midwest Guys presents Welcome back to House Zanardelli, where we have no prisoners, only guests. I am your host, Mr. Zanardelli, and we are joined by the Archmaestress of the Google, my lovely wife, Stephanie. Hello. Who apparently, uh, while I was doing the sound check down here, She's... just freaked her the fuck right out. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. I had no... Okay, so I, I'm testing my microphone, and... I do like a low, I was just goofing around, so I did like a low singing voice into my microphone, and then I go over to hers to kind of do like a different sound wave testing, so I do like a higher pitch one, and then, you know. Can, can I explain? Oh, go right ahead. I, I don't know what you heard from upstairs. I went upstairs to turn down our air conditioner so that we could do our podcast down here in the basement, and our cat is sitting by our daughter's room. It's quiet as all get out upstairs. And I hear this woman's voice coming from my daughter's room. And let me tell you, 11.30 at night kind of freaks you out. Yeah, especially after watching an entire episode revolving around the Army of the Dead. Again. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Is that anything like that? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Dippowitz. Uh Oh, you're even taking my jokes anyway. now too. <laughs> so um, yes, let's get to it. Let's let's just jump right over to it because uh, the archmaestress has refused to talk to me for this episode, which apparently she's already violated right now. <laughs> Top um, three. Top three. Let's go. Can I explain why we're a little late with this episode? Really quick. It, it'll be really quick. In just five talk minutes or less. Sure. Oh God, I'm gonna make this two minutes or less. So um, originally we we had to, we got our daughter to bed late again. I'm pretty sure it's par for the Yay, course parenthood. on this show. But this time around we actually had an excuse. Um, I took my wife to a rap party for the movie I'm working on here. So she got to meet some of my coworkers and everything. You know, just a chance to actually put put faces to names of all the people I'm talking about on set. Yep. So. So yeah, we were late because took my lovely wife to a rap party. Date night. Yay! Yes, date night. A couple hours away, just a couple of adults hanging out. And uh, speaking of being adults, we got to watch the penultimate season six episode of Game of Thrones. Are we seven? Seven. We're season seven, right? Wow, you just went... I was busy having fun, yes. you know, singing yes. falsetto down here. Yes. <laughs> Seven. Season seven. Say it with me. Season seven. seven, episode six, Beyond the Wall. And we had such a good time with our format last time of our three favorite uh, scenes, three favorite moments. We're going to continue with that. So um, that being said, I will allow my lovely wife, the Archmaestress, to take the first round. What is your third favorite scene of the episode tonight? My third favorite um of the episode is probably watching all the guys um that this this crew of men going beyond the wall getting to know one another and talking about how they've <laughs> how they've all come to know one another and and their past and how they've all run 
run in together and somehow they've they've it's all like such a yeah it's just watching the camaraderie, it's camaraderie yeah, yeah the camaraderie yeah. between everyone was so much fun i think my favorite moment of that scene is uh watching the Wyndham rewards guy and the hound <laughs> tormund <laughs> tormund i'm gonna call him the Wyndham rewards guy um when <laughs> the two, okay when the two of them were talking amongst each other and <laughs> i can't remember what he says like oh you're over here to try to suck my dick you're what Dick. Cock. Cock. Dick. I like that. More of a pussy man myself. <laughs> so apparently the wildlings only use the word cock. They don't use the word dick. I just, I thought, I thought that was a fun little moment. Is yeah. That, the funny. hound taught him a new word to say dick. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yippee. Uh, All right. So what's your number three? Whew, I'm going to go with something closer to the end of the episode. And it would probably have to be the moment because for the epi- for the episode, I was kind of starting to get a little distracted watching the uh, the Arya Sansa kind of conflict almost. Um, I mean, it just got to the point, you know. Arya found uh, okay, and to correct Sorry, our yes, last, I screwed up on the last episode. My bad. <laughs> It was pointed out, especially in the beginning of previously on Game of Thrones, blah, 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 the letter. Blah. It was from Sansa, Sansa not Lyanna. Telling ah. Rob Stark to come to bend the knee. Whatever, fine. <laughs> Which I'm, I didn't see the note myself. I was only going off our arched maestress here. I love you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but no. Apparently, that has been the entire. Sorry, guys. I screwed up. My bad. <laughs> Uh, I think your raven was a little drunk. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Came from way, way long ago. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so the, the, the whole episode of the Arya Sansa thing was kind of getting a little, it's like, okay, what are you doing with this? So that was your and number then, three? No, 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 that's not the number three. And as I was saying, it was towards the end of the episode. It's what it built up to. Um, I'm watching Sansa go through what originally I thought, based on the layout, was uh, Littlefinger's room. Well, but, it's a castle, so they yeah. all kind of look alike. Oh, kind of. But as she goes out, she pulls out a briefcase, and here I was thinking, oh, she's going to uncover something about Littlefinger. And she pulls out Sansa's, or Arya's masks. Like, Couple all of these them. faces yeah. she's coming out. And she <laughs> talks about her games and everything she played. No, she she talked about then, what she learned at Bravos. Yeah, she talked about what she learned at Bravos, And you see kind of the the coldness in Arya a bit. As she as she goes for the knife and says, as she, the she basically she, threatened her sister. In a, she pulls out her the dagger that Bronn gave her and said, "I suppose I could see what it was like in your life to wear all those pretty dresses. All I would need would to, would be your face." And I swear to God that Arya had almost like a Hannibal Lecter moment. <laughs> It was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. But at the same time, God bless you, you tiny little badass. I just, I, yeah, I, so, that was such a great scene. Just, yeah. Maze Williams, just, she just owns that character of Arya so well. Well, I, I just, thought it was pretty cool that Arya knew Sansa would, would resort to having Brienne kind of, uh, I guess, care of Sansa and to, you know kind of do something Arya if, if Arya tried to harm her so I think Sansa probably planted 
the letter for, for Brienne to get sent to King's Landing. Does that make sense? Are you sure? I don't know. No, because that was the letter that brought everyone. I mean, because apparently what we see in the final episode is the joining of all the kingdoms. Um, and I dun, think dun, that's dun. I think that's what that letter was, was the invitation to go to King's Landing, because that's what that is, is that's everyone getting an audience together. That's yeah. what that was okay. about. Okay, okay. Archmaestress, I think you need to look I'm at your tired, ra- dude. Your ravens so tired. are very, very drunk right now. Anyway, so whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I mean, because Sansa, before that, Sansa was telling her, was like, you don't know what I've survived. And yeah, I think but... Sansa finally got a hint. Oh, my sister went through some shit, too. <laughs> but you also have to go back and look how Littlefinger was discussing Arya with Sansa and, and saying, you know... Like, you know, well, Brienne's supposed to be here to protect you both, right? So she thinks Arya's going to do something to you. You know, maybe she'll... Oh, and then Sansa goes, protect me. <laughs> so Brienne right now is kind of out of the way. She, she's heading to King's Landing to hang out with Jamie Lannister and, right. and his crew and, Sansa and whatnot, basically so. sent, some, sent them out. To, she's like, you're going to represent me there. Because there's no way I'm leaving Winterfell. This is my home. I'm safe here. I'm good. So how safe, Sansa? How safe are you against Arya and Littlefinger? (laughs) Not very. She's kind of stuck in between them, I think, right now. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, so that's my third. Okay, so Uh, number two. Uh, let me pull up my book here. Sorry. Um, number three was the camaraderie. Um. Let's see. Now, uh, before before I should point out, while you're looking through all your notes, in case if there's a lull of silence, yeah, we sorry. do we do have a cricket outside of our window right now, <laughs> so it's kind of funny. It's like we're getting it's like brain. added sound It's my effects. brain, actually. <laughs> it's uh, it's been a weekend, yeah. um, which I'm pretty sure everybody would love to hear about. But no, it's just. So, okay, and, and if, oh, I, if I, I may, really yeah. quick, I think both of us might have the same number one. Um, yeah, but we're not no, there yet. We're so. not there yet, but I just want to say I think we should say it together. Okay, So fine, what's fine, your number fine. two? My number two is um, Danny, um, or, sorry, Gendry heads to the east uh, wall to send out a raven to Danny. Danny gets it, and she does, in true Daenerys uh, fashion goes to save everyone again so so your and scene is my the, second uh, so my second favorite scene was watching all three dragons head to beyond the wall the fucking dragon rescue i i, I think i mean that was amazing the but, moment but, but, one but dragon what, came in i actually leaned over to you i turned up our speakers i said i don't care if this wakes up our daughter i've been waiting seven years for this moment but the cool <laughs> but but the thing about it is that I liked watching them all fly off the cliff and head toward beyond the wall. Oh, yeah, that was so cool. But the part that got me was Tyrion telling her, you do nothing. They knew what they were getting into when they went. Doing nothing is what's... The last time I listened to you, I did nothing. Right. And look where it got me. Yeah, so... She she trusts Tyrion, but part of her is just done with it. She, she's over it. Well, the funny thing, too, is, like, the first scene w- that we see of those two in this episode, they're talking about being a hero. No, being a hero. And just mm-hmm. the fact that she's like, that's why I pointed you hand, is that you're not, 
It's like you're not a hero. It's like all these other all these other men, Drogo, mm-hmm. all of them were heroes. These were all men she loved. It's like, yeah, and she pointed out those were men you loved. And it's like it's like not that you're not heroic, but you're not like them that you have to one up each other. And essentially, at that moment, Danny then becomes the hero herself. She does the heroic deed finally mm-hmm. by jumping onto her dragons and mm-hmm. going out there to rescue, you know. Well, essentially, two of the men that she loves, and for what she believes in. If you don't know that she loves Jon Snow by now, hello, where have you been? Yeah, and in the and in the universe of Game of Thrones, I don't think incest is you know that far fetched anymore. Yeah. A- at least they're not siblings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what was your number two? Uh, my number two, I'm gonna kind of. I'm going to label like a succession of scenes and I'm going to call this uh, the Google Maps from hell. And that's all those terrifying overhead shots of the army of the dead surrounding our like seven or eight heroes in the one little like little the rock, bit there. But the rock it, they were standing, the little on. standing on the little rock surrounded by that frozen like but you get this massive scope view con- like looking down and you see the Thank scope. you, drones. I love you. Yeah, it's 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 essentially it's like lion, like a frozen version of lion <laughs> with, yeah, you know, yeah. the walking dead in there. But um no, I mean just those were some of the creepiest shots I think I've ever seen in the show where just mm-hmm. you get a sense of the scope of how large this army is and how overwhelming they were surrounded they, not just surrounded i mean it's like eight people versus we're well, gonna eat your fucking world of size army yeah don't forget don't uh, r.i.p thoris sorry oh yes um yeah and then and i think the reason why i love those shots so much is they kept building up the dread yeah. to this battle and i think those shots were the most effective well the whole thing and then and then watching clegane have sport and throwing rocks at the, the <laughs> he threw a snowball at one of them is like breaks snow. his jaw <laughs> and it's like what the hell are you doing and then he throws a rock, rock and then the rock stays on the ground that they thought were frozen and well no just, they, they thought it was they thought it was they, broken they thought it was broken yeah because that's why the army that's wasn't why the advancing army stopped yeah <laughs> and then the second the rock was sliding they just went Oh shit! And they looked. The army looks down and looks back up, and they just start walking across again. And you're like, oh. And, and all the God. all the 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 crew, the men, was just like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So again, earlier we hinted at. I think we both have our number one. Are, are we ready? Three, two, one. Zombie, Zombie dragons. dragons. Holy crap! Okay, so what? and it tragic moment Den- uh the Danny uh, Danny and her three dragons well, the, the king um the night king the night king throws his ice spear and punctures not the main one I again internet forgive me I don't know all one, the of, one of the name. little brothers one, one of the little brother dragons yes yeah. not not our main one um not um Drogon or yeah not Drogon but one of the, like you said, one of the little brothers was speared, and again when I saw that, I'm like, "That's Danny's children." They've and they've even established again in this episode, I can't have any children of my own. Those three dragons were her children, and she just watched one get butchered by the Night King. So he throws the spears, blood pouring everywhere. The dragon falls down. 
sinks into the ice, the head slumps back. It's just, and again, anyone that just has a soft spot for watching animals get hurt, it's it's a tragic moment. But our last, and it's the last minute mm-hmm. of the episode, you see these chains, like yeah. four rows hey, of chains. So oh, okay. quick, quick question, <laughs> quick question here. Where, okay, and, and I gotta say that just, just where they get the chains. And the second you said that, I leaned over to you. Was like, you are watching an army of the dead and a dragon on the screen, and you're asking where they got chains. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. The, the the army's pulling the dragon out of the lake. The king, the night king, touches it, and I'm just like, and it pans over the eye, like you're waiting for it, like you know it's you know it's gonna happen. You've seen the eye open, you know it's turning blue. But when it does, you just have that, oh, God, zombie dragon. Well, this that, is now not we're, good. Hey, now we're, we're, we're down a dragon. We still have two bunch of armies. Got Dothraki and the Unsullied mm-hmm. for Team Daenerys. And then you got what's left of the Lannister army and Highgarden. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, oh, don't forget, we have an undead mountain. Oh, we have an undead mountain for Team Lannister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. What are, I mean, I huh. really want to see how uh, zombie heavy bubbles comes into play next season. I mean, if they don't, we haven't really seen a lot out hey, of them. This zombie season. dragon, zombie heavy bubbles. It's, it's all good. So you're sending out zombie bubbles versus a dragon. <laughs> that would be great. That actually would be fucking awesome. <laughs> right? Hello? That, okay, yeah, I think we've written probably the coolest part of the season. But you know, you, you, um, something cool, just a side note. Every time there was a fire battle or, or something to do with fire, Clegane kind of backed away and, mm-hmm. and just withdrew. Well, yeah, typically to, to his character. Because he's afraid of fire, yeah, yeah. So, But it was so cool to see Fire and Ice finally, you know, come together and watch Danny just blow some of this army out of... Some? I, mean, I think she incinerated out, quite out, a out good of, number of them. Out of the ice? I mean, had... To, she didn't blow them out of the water because they were on the ice. But anyway, I don't know. You could you could still incinerate some lumber on top of a frozen landscape. Mm-hmm. It was it was yeah. still really cool to watch. It's a, it's a great moment, mm-hmm. a great episode. I mean, it got a lot of tension out of this battle in the north. And, and Jorah all these almost falls off the damn dragon. Oh my god! Oh, it's not because the second spear gets thrown. Mm-hmm. Let's also not forget the moment we thought our. Uh, our, our Wyndham Hills wildling almost no! oh my god they're pulling him into the water and you just think oh shit is, he's not gonna get back to Brienne and then along comes the hound to rescue at the last fucking minute Jesus episode well they also found them two found out that they both oh, knew Brienne oh, that's that was hilarious <laughs> oh my god it's like oh you know Brienne I I know Brienne <laughs> uh, it's just so much and now, okay, looking back on the whole episode, that opening shot made so much sense now. Okay. Because My. we open up on Dragonstone, and not just Dragonstone, but the map. Yeah. And as the as we see like a slow pan over the map, and it because essentially the map doesn't have anything past the wall, but if you look in the framing, the way they the framed fire. it, there's nothing but fire on the top of the screen. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> these little these little things that you think about. Because there was the wall and, and then there was fire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very cool. L- nice little harbinger of what was about to happen. Nice. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, um, yeah. That's this our gonna, top three. There was a top three. Uh, it was a short and sweet moment. Yep. Uh, can't, I mean, God, when you get to the penultimate episodes of, 
any Game of Thrones season. It's it's so much fun. They know what they're doing. They know how to build this up for the audience. And well, they know they, what the audience wants. Right. Too, so, yeah. They do not disappoint once ever. No, so. no. You guys, you, you rock. I love you. Yay. God bless you, show. But we need to see more zombie heavy bubbles. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, all right. So I think that's it for tonight because we've got an early morning tomorrow. So Yes, I've got a 7.30 call time. We're wrapping out the last week of our movie. Um, And before any of you ask, uh, yes, it's actually kind of common practice to have a wrap party before a movie is actually wrapped. I thought it was weird myself, Mm. but that's one of the things I learned when I start Mm. working on the sets more. Anyway, so, so anyway, um, if you are coming across this episode on our YouTube channel, you can also check out us and other podcast episodes at the number four midwestguys.com. Uh, you can also find us on the Facebook page, uh, some of the episodes as well. Podbean. Podbean. You can find our show there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you've discovered us through Podbean or through uh, someone, if you're one of our wonderful friends out there sharing us, God bless you. We love you. And uh, thank you for uh, anyone providing us any feedback or whatever for telling us what you liked about it, what you didn't like. And, uh, yeah, we can only uh, our show can only get stronger through you all. We hope you're enjoying this. Uh, if you don't want to listen to me ramble on, feel free to tell me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my lovely wife would no, no longer love to hear me sing I falsetto anymore. I would disagree with you. Yeah, that no. <laughs> Now with a cat sitting by the room and did, no, no. I, I, I think you suspect something from our cat, don't you? No, it wasn't the cat. It was our daughter. I was like, oh, God, what's going on? I think, I, I think you actually do have a bit of a fear of our daughter. Tiny, tiny. Well, then again, anyway. I also have one myself. Yeah, right? if you, and if anyone has ever met her, you would know why. Yeah. We love you, sweetheart. Love, love you, you, Abby. You terrifying little girl, you. Anyway, so I think that is us. That is all for our episode of House Zanardelli tonight. As always, I've been your host, uh, Mr. John Zanardelli, and accompanied by my lovely wife, the Archmaestress of Google with the drunk uh, ravens. Good night. <laughs> and I would like to chains. wish you all... They had chains. Really? Chains. Okay. <laughs> I would like to wish you all a good night and a pleasant day. Mm-hmm.